everybody. Hey, how you doing? Hope you're doing well. I am feeling a lot better today. I'm still tired, but I am on the mend. Did a little bit more today than I did yesterday. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit exhausted, but uh, my stamina is building up. Um, while we're waiting on folks to join, don't forget to go to coopedup.com. Um, I just post random stuff there. More importantly, follow me. I'm Cooped Up is my handle on Instagram and all the other places. And um, wherever you are watching or listening to this, be sure to click the bell so that you get notified when I go live. So, hey, Mama. Good to see you, Mama. Little kitty cat there. <clears throat> so, um, I hope everybody is doing great today. It's Friday. Friday. The end of the week. Um, it has felt like a very long week for me. Not necessarily in a bad way. It just, there's been a lot happening this week. Between me recovering from COVID, Todd getting COVID, trying to get the kids home um, uh, and canceled flights and all that stuff. And then school starting. And then I can't believe the kids have only been in school two days. <laughs> it feels like a week already. Um, but here we are, the weekend. Um, I can sleep in tomorrow. I'm very much looking forward to that. Of course, do y'all do this when you have to sleep in or when you have the opportunity to sleep in? You're like, oh, I don't have anything to do tomorrow. That's when you wake up at six o'clock and you're like, oh, bright and shiny day. Let's get up at six o'clock. Same time you can't do it on a weekday. So thank you, Beth. Looking better every day, cooped up. Oh, yeah. Um, I still feel like my eyes are telling people that I'm sick because I was in a meeting today and had a mask on. And um, I could tell that they were reading my eyes. But other than that, I don't think that my voice is not as nasally as it was. I have a little bit of coughing that pops up and all that. But anyway, so to the topics. So I have a question. Do you all, so the last few times that we have ordered groceries um, or whatever from Walmart, I'm a big Walmart super fan now when it comes to grocery delivery. And actually, we do grocery pickup. Because it eliminates the um, the uh, unreliability of the delivery portion of it. So like this morning, I picked up a bunch of groceries. I ordered them yesterday. You can order them online. And then until like 1 in the morning, you can keep adding to the cart. That's my favorite part about it. Um, dropped the kids off to school. Ran to the Walmart. I was home by like 8.15. And I dropped the kids off at 7.50, something like that. So... Um, but I've noticed something lately is that I have started randomly, just really randomly, um, getting new thing, uh, things in my cart that I did not order, right. Or things in my bags, like for example, so we've gotten deodorant in it, a brand that we don't use or anything like that. We've gotten a pack of toothbrushes. Um, but the one that is my favorite is we got this thing called a scrub daddy, scrub daddy, so basically, it's this sponge. It's like a yellow sponge. It's round like this. That's why I'm doing a circle. Um, it's got spiky hair. It's got eyes. And it's got a mouth hole, right? It looks like a happy face with spiky hair. And I love it. I love it. And I never would have thought to buy this thing. It works so well. Every part of it has a purpose. The spiky hair is so that you can scrub stuff. And it's kind of a... It's like a plasticky sponge. So it doesn't smell. It doesn't, like, even, doesn't even really hold water. It's more of a scrubby thing. So the hair, the hair scrubs stuff. I don't know what the eye holes are for, but the mouth you can open. You can put a spoon in the mouth and act like it's like taking, uh, like like you do with ice cream or peanut butter or something on a spoon, and it cleans the spoon off. I am in love with this thing. 
And I, it got me thinking, do you think it's intentional? Is it accidentally on purpose that these things are ending up in the bag? Like, is this the new, the new version of sampling that stores are doing now that people are not coming into stores as much? You're not exploring? Because I, I do find that when I buy online, um, I don't have as many just really random purchases. Like, I'm not, I'm not seeing, ooh, the latest Oreos and getting those or whatever. I used to come to that occasionally if they're doing a good job of kind of merchandising them to me. Amazon does a really good job of that. Um, but for the most part, I, I have a list and I stick to it, right? And occasionally I'll add things as I see them or whatever. But like I never would have bought this Scrub Daddy thing in a million years. Like I've we've used the blue sponge forever that's, that's just a regular sponge on one side and kind of the scrubbiness on the other. But now I'm a fan of this, go, this Scrub Daddy, this thing. And so it, it got me wondering, like, is there some, like, did everybody get a scrub daddy that day? Is my account flagged as like, hey, add these things to it? Because there was a little while where you got like a little free bag, like a little um, like reusable bag with your groceries that had samples in it. But I haven't gotten one of those in quite a while. So I was curious, what do you think about that? And also, do y'all use the scrub daddy? I love it. It's so, let's see if I can find it. Um, it is, um, let me see if I can find the Scrub Daddy so that I can show you what I'm talking about. Um, scrub Daddy. Yeah, so here's one right here. So it's like a little $3 sponge. It is, um, don't, why are you making me log in like that? Um, it's trying to make me log in. Here we go. Yeah, I'm putting it in the comments. So there's this Scrub Daddy thing. It's super cute. Let's see if that actually shows. So it's like a yellow happy face, and there's not much to it. It's just a textured scrubber. Um, works so well. And also you can kind of get it. Oh, I remember what the eye holes are for. I think the eye holes are for if you want to stick it in there, and you can use your fingers like in a cup or something, and you can use your fingers to kind of turn it. It's like a, a screwdriver. Um so mom's thinking it's accidental. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Um, and that is entirely possible too. But isn't it funny how like kind of serendipity is like, oh, you need the script, daddy. Let's get it. So um, also one thing that I have noticed about um, when I shop from Walmart is, okay, I'm a Walmart super fan when it comes to this. And I've told you this already. And it, it, it's an unexpected outcome of the pandemic. I was not a Walmart shopper before and I still don't go into them. I literally pull my car up to the parking lot, which is still the most unpleasant part of the shopping experience. They load it up and I wheel out of there. Um, is they, so you can, you can start a cart, you can check out and it holds your spot. And then again, you can add, if you do it the next day, you can add until like 1am. So I'll start a cart and then Todd will start adding stuff. I'll add stuff, all of that. Right. Well, about Two hours, maybe an hour before you're set to pick up your stuff, they send you a link for substitutions. Um, and Walmart or Amazon did not do this. And Tom Thumb def definitely does not do this. I've tried all of them. Most of them just cancel those items if they don't have them. Walmart sends you a list of substitutions. And sometimes it's the exact same item, just a different uh, size. And or it's a similar item, like maybe the Walmart brand or whatever, like if they're out of something. And they let you pick, yes, I want that. No, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. So, well, two things about that that I love. One is if 
you order something and you order like the 16 ounce and they only have the 30 ounce container of it, they still only charge you for the 16 ounce price. Love that. Love that. Secondly, secondly, if you reject an item, like you don't want it as a substitution, nine times out of 10, you still end up getting it and you didn't pay for it. So like I ordered these, um, the kids like those, it's like cereal bars. It's like cereal and milk bars. It's like cinnamon toast crunch or honey nut Cheerios or something like that. And they're all kind of glued together with sugar. I mean, I'm not saying this is a healthy thing. And then the bottom has like this, it looks like a white chocolate coating, but that's supposed to be like, like glazed milk or something. I don't know. Anyway, again, this is not a healthy thing. It's just something that they like. So like I ordered the cinnamon toast crunch ones last night. This morning I get the substitutions and they didn't have um, just the box of cinnamon toast crunch. They had it half cinnamon toast crunch, half um, like a peanut butter something. And our school doesn't allow peanuts or peanut butter, or any, no nuts at all. So I was like, nope, reject. Well, we still got a big ass box of these things. So didn't pay for it. Now, granted, it's like $6, but still. Um, anyway, so that's the, that is very interesting to me. Also, I saw something about the grocery shopping online. You know, people are getting all pissed off about having to do self-checkout. And uh, you don't, I don't work here. You don't pay me to work here, whatever. Well, I come from a different place on that. I think that, I think that prices are going to go up if we don't start doing stuff like this. So technically, you are being paid to do it by not having to pay a higher price. Secondly, people like me are the ones who are causing all of this havoc. So think of all of, so they've not changed the price of groceries for the most part. Think of all of the extra people that Walmart now has to hire to process these online orders now. So they have to have someone go, they have to have a, they have to have a manager of that department, first of all, and they have to have, dedicate space to it. They have to have um, people who do the actual shopping, Right. Then they have to have people who are the runners or maybe sorting it out and all that stuff. And they have to have the runners, the ones who go back and forth to the cars and stuff. Those are all jobs that did not exist before, like before 24 months ago. Definitely not before 18 or maybe 18 months ago. Definitely not before 24 months ago, um, at least not in the, the area. So but so the prices, the cost of operating a Walmart or a Tom Thumb or anything like that have gone up, but they have not raised prices um, so they have, to have more employees. So I'm willing to do a little whoop, whoop, little self checkout thing, if that's what it keeps to to keep the prices down. Also, personally, I like self checkout better anyway because I'm not one for small talk with people I don't already know. Um, anyway, what else was I going to talk about on that? I think that's it for Walmart today. Um, I saw that the K-pop band in BTS has canceled their world tour because of COVID. I also saw that Garth Brooks has canceled the rest of his tour because of COVID. I texted Carrie about it. And I'm like, oh, shit. What's going to happen to Celine Dion? You know, she, Carrie and I were supposed to see her at the beginning of uh, November in Las Vegas. And I'm like, oh, please don't cancel that show. And she's like, oh, we'll just see it again. I'll just move our tickets to some other date. Well, that's just a pain in the ass because then we got to figure out the airlines. We got to figure out the hotel, all of that, right? Please don't cancel. And then Eric and I, like days after that, I think it's days after, or maybe it's days before that, are going to see um, Ricky Martin and Enrique Iglesias also. Um, and that's already a rescheduled show. So I'm wondering, 
what do y'all think? What, what do you think is going to happen with all these big concerts? Um, and I think it's actually going to happen more and more now that, like, you know, Maroon 5 just played here three nights ago. I think it was like on Monday or Tuesday night. Maroon 5 was here in Dallas. And one of the stipulations of being able to attend that concert was that you had to prove that you were either vaccinated or um, had a negative COVID test, right? There's some place, there was someone at Billy Bob's that did the same thing. I think some country music star at Billy Bob's did the same thing. Well, Texas, you know, the brain trust that our leadership is here in Texas, Texas um, is now stepping in. And I guess the like TABC, the Tobacco Alcohol Beverage Commission, Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission, that's what TAB stands for. They're threatening now these venues, even these private venues, that if they are requiring COVID tests or COVID passports or COVID uh, proof or anything like that, that they're going to start pulling their alcohol licenses. And so that's going to be interesting. There's going to be kind of a showdown. So um, so they're not going to be able to do, I mean, if they want to serve booze at these concerts, which I'm assuming that they do. They're not going to be able to continue doing that. Like like this week, they've started cracking down on it. Um, it's just crazy to me, that whole thing. So like a band like Maroon 5, would they sooner cancel the show or move the show to a different date than perform? So is that going to cause pressure also that the, the venues are now hamstringed, hands tied behind their back, whatever metaphor you want to use, that they can't allow, they can't, control like who's in the audience furthermore you are not a very good republican and certainly not a very good conservative if you are spouting off about and this is where i'm actually a very conservative person when it comes to this you are spouting off about free market and letting the market do what it will and um it'll all work itself out let the let private businesses do the private thing yeah you agree with the free market until the free market starts doing shit you don't want it to do. And then suddenly you're like, no, wait, that's not what I meant. Let's put some regulations on it. Yeah. Um, Jody's like, fuck the concert. I have a Uniworld uh, river cruise coming up. Yeah. Yikes. I want to go on a river cruise. Eric is saying, my sister and a friend went to see Garth Brooks last weekend at the University of Nebraska. She said it was a great show. Huge crowd, but at least it was outside. He is one of my favorite concerts of all time. He just seems like a really fun, nice, genuinely caring person. The music is so good. There were a couple of moments in the concert where I was like, eh, like he did this like modern. We saw it for Todd's 40th birthday. So six years ago, five years ago. I guess it'll be six years next month. Um, the uh, He started off with like this modern technology kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, dude, like you're, uh, that's weird. That's creepy. Don't do that. Because it just seemed like it was like old, like trying to seem Yep, with it. Um, other than that, the concert, that concert, Garth Brooks, Lionel Richie, um, Adele, who else are some of my faves? Those are like three of my favorite concerts of all time, right there. Um, Elton John, I've seen more than any other performer. Um, his shows are always great. Um, but yeah, Garth is definitely up there. Enrique, Enrique, please don't cancel. Yeah. I mean, it's already, this was already the bounce show. And Beth is saying her sister is a big event planner in Los Angeles. She's seeing vaccine proof to enter uh, venues. I know. 
but they can't do it in Texas. So it'll be interesting to see how does Texas start getting skipped over? Do the performers think, ah, oh, we're not going there anymore? I don't know. So, and on vaccines, changing subject here. <clears throat> By the way, as a reminder, there's about 20 seconds, although I think it's less now, between the time the words come out of my mouth and you hear them and then you make a comment. So sometimes I move on. Feel free to keep commenting. I'll come back to them. And if I don't remember what you're talking about, I may ask you for a reminder. Um, you know, people, I have seen so many friends who are getting their third doses because they are in that immunocompromised group or whatever. Um, either, and I'm trying to think uh, uh, what all the things are. I mean, I have a number of friends who have HIV who qualify. I think if you have cancer, if you have certain immuno deficiencies. Um, and again, they make those real vague sometimes or, or real broad rather. So I think that like, I may actually qualify to be in this group, but here is the thing. So I've taught, I've actually firsthand accounts. I've talked to these people or texted with them or emailed um, about it. CBS, CBS is not checking. If you want the third dose, you can go get it. Just sign up on the CBS website. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you the situation. And Michelle got her booster today too. Yay, Michelle. Good. Where did you go, Michelle? Did you go to CVS, Tom Thumb? What'd you do? And also, did they ask for any proof of what your condition was that would require you, allow you to be up now? So here's my thing on the CVS thing. So I did look last night because I got some reports. I'm not, so back up a little bit. Todd and I decided, we were talking last night about it. We have decided that we are not going to get the booster just yet. Like when it becomes available. Um, so to the general public, it becomes available on September 20th, I believe it. And it's eight months after your initial vaccination date. But it's now, it's actually available now already to people in like the higher risk groups. Um, but Todd and I talked about it and we're not going to get it yet because we just got the kind of the real booster. Like we have COVID. Um, and so we're going to wait for a little while so that we're, we're going to kind of work off this immunity that we have now so that we can wait and see in a few months how shit's going down. And if we need a, a new one, then we'll still have it available to us. So that is, um, that is it. And Michelle got it at Tom Thumb and they half ass asked. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. So at CVS, you just sign up online. They don't ask us. I've been told it was the same with the first round of shots. They don't ask a single fucking question when you get there. And here's where it, it becomes acceptable to me. If you decide that you are wanting to get it now. And I'm not, again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not encouraging this or anything. I'm just stating the facts and my opinion on the situation that we're in. Cause that's what you're here for, right? If there was a shortage of shots, I would be like, no, mm -mm, do not take one. Do not get in line. Do not skim. Do not, do not do that. I got on the CVS website last night. I told it that I wanted the third shot. I told it that I had the Moderna. I told it that I had it on February the 9th was my second shot. All of these things, right? And I could have made an appointment at like six different CVSs near me starting like, like, if I were to do it right now, I could get in my car and go get one right now. And for the next three weeks, literally, it was all day, every day. There was not a single slot 
that looked like it had an unavailability. Like it started at like 10. So maybe the really early ones, the old the old folks or whatever, but starting at like 9.30, 10 in the morning until like eight o'clock at night, slots open, wide open. So my thing on that is if it's okay to get the third shot, because obviously it is okay because people are already getting it and all of that stuff. So health-wise, I don't believe it's a problem. And again, Dr. Mark may disagree with me on this one. Um, actually, I don't think he does. He just he just laughs about me giving health advice. But um, uh, so if it's not going to harm you, and you're probably going to get it anyway, and it's helping, and and you and you had your first one a while back. I mean, I think that that's part of the reason why Todd and I possibly got COVID is because our shots were so long. I mean, we're already six months into it. Um, that um, like I I don't have a philosophical like a moral issue with people getting it now if they think that it is the right choice for them. A lot of people's doctors are even saying yes, get the third, even if they may not have one of those conditions. So. Um, so, and is the booster something different than the first two? Well, so actually, and Michelle is saying, no, I have read different things on that. So I have seen that people are getting the third shot now, but there may be a different formulation for the booster that maybe is not as strong, but supposedly it's totally fine, totally safe, totally everything to get the third shot. Um, so, but you are supposed to get the same one. So is the third shot, the same dosage as the first and second. And so I've not been able to determine that concretely, but my understanding is maybe, but not significantly. And getting the third one is not a problem. Like it's, it's, it's a, okay. According to my research, again, this is news ish. I'm not providing, I am not a doctor. I just play one on Facebook. So, um, Eric is glad he will not have to go to Alvarado, Texas for the booster like he did the original ones. <laughs> but what an adventure that was. You got to eat at the Dairy Queen in town. Fun. Uh, my mom is saying that Garth Brooks originally wanted to be a rocker. Chris Gaines. Uh, or maybe not originally, but he did want it. Remember that album? That was... Can you even buy that anymore? That was not a... I don't know if that was any good. Um... So it's funny, back to Garth Brooks real quick. When I went to Germany in 1991, I uh, uh, took a couple of cassettes with me. Uh, Reba McIntyre was one of them. Garth Brooks was one of them. Whitney Houston was one of them because I didn't have a CD player. Those weren't really big. That Garth Brooks album, everyone in Germany loved it. And it was the one with um, Friends in Low Places, God's Greatest Gifts or Unanswered Prayers. Unanswered Prayers is the name of that song. Um, the Thunder Rolls. Like, that was just such... I may have to listen to that night. So, Fauci is saying it is the same. So, Michelle is... If that's if that's what he's saying. Is the one coming out in September help with not getting Delta? Um, so, I think... So, again, this is not medical advice. Delta is a variant... It, it is not a different virus. So it is, it is just a kind of, it's kind of a stronger, more potent, more uh, sticky maybe, or, or contagious. I think it's more contagious because there's just a lot more. It's, it, it just reproduces a lot more. So it's very, it's much more, there's just a lot more of it. Um, so my understanding, everything I've read is that it does. All of the other ones do. It's just the, the amount that it is loading into your system. Like when you, when you breathe in the Delta variant, uh, 
it is like you're breathing in like 10 times as much of it. Again, news-ish. 10 times as much of it than you would have been doing for the, the OG, the novel one, I think is what they're calling it. Um, but it's sort of like if, if, a, if, if a human mutated and suddenly like their eyes were different colors, like, like 99% of the DNA is the same human. Or even if like the human grew a horn out of their forehead, most of it is the same, right? So um, Eric is talking about cassettes. I took cassettes to college with me, but came into the CD age in about 1994 when I bought my first Discman. I thought I had arrived. So I got my first, my first CD ever was the Bodyguard soundtrack, Whitney Houston. Love it. Still love that album. And um, if I'm Every Woman comes on the Whitney Houston version, I go into a full on drag show, girls. Um, and I got it because for Christmas of Christmas of 1993, I believe it was. Yeah, my freshman year of college. So Christmas 1993, I got a boom box for a CD boom box that had the cassette thing on the front and the CD thing on the top. Big ass speakers. It was like this. I mean, it was. It was probably the size of like two of those little cool kitty, little coolers next, those igloo coolers next to each other. The biggest thing, it took up the entire shelf in my dorm in Morrison Hall at SMU. Um, so uh, Michelle likes the medical edition. Monica said this is the medical edition. And Michelle's like, it's better than the poop edition. And Monica's like, ooh, fight, girl fight. Poop talk is hilarious. I agree. Um, I still don't have my sense of smell speaking of, so I occasionally will like, uh, smell things and I'm like, do I smell it? I'm so afraid that my house stinks like rotten something or dog poop or an unflushed toilet. Cause you know, in my house, it is, I am more surprised when I go up to a toilet in my house and there's not a turd floating in it than if there is like that literally is more surprising to me. Because kids are gross. Um, and so and Monica knows firsthand about that in my house. They came to stay one time. And in this room where I'm sitting right now, it used to be a guest room. They were here and there's a bathroom on this. And it's a, a, a not very often used bathroom. They came and stayed and went into that bathroom. And there was like a prehistoric little turd floating in there from Mason. And here's the other thing I don't get. Say, Michelle, you got me on the poop edition. What I don't get is when you see a lone turd floating and there's not a stitch of toilet paper in the bowl, I'm like, how y'all not got some itchy booty? Like, what's going on here? It was more than a turd. It had, it had grown. It was starting to climb out of the toilet. <laughs> yes. So, um, what are y'all's thoughts on... So, people getting the third dose now... I mean, we're only a month out from when it's available to everybody, pretty much. And if it's already available, like in Texas. Now, if you were, again, if you were in a place where there was a shortage or not enough, that's a whole different thing. But now that there's a million of them, am I just a morally bankrupt person? I don't think I am. Um, so. And then last thing, I went 27 minutes already, man. Last thing, remember yesterday, I went on and on and on and on and on and on and on about... Password security, data breaches, all that stuff. Saw an article this morning. T-Mobile had a massive data breach that they announced yesterday. 50 million users, people 
were exposed to it. So 50 million. And the information they got is big stuff. So 50 million people's names, addresses, phone numbers, social security numbers, driver's license numbers, birth dates, PIN numbers, if they used a PIN for like accessing the T-Mobile app or like the security thing and all of that. All of these things, and plus more probably, were part of this data breach, right? This is a big fucking deal. So it is enough information is what I read for, for thieves to do what's called a SIM swap. So basically, you know that two-factor identification uh, authentication where you get a you get a text that has a special code that then lets you log in if you have that special code. With that amount of information that they have about you, they can do a SIM swap, which is where they are able to make uh, their phone get your texts. It, it is able to make it get your texts. Is that how I hold up seven fingers? Not always. I usually do it like this, but for some reason when I was counting, I did it that way. Um, judging me. Well, if I do it this if I do it this way, I got like pony fingers that assume you because my fingers don't straighten up all the way. But um, anyway, back to that. So with that, they can do a SIM swap, which means that they can now render that two-factor authentication thing. And the thing about this that is actually scariest to me, not the names and addresses and all that stuff is not particularly scary. The birth date is not super scary to me because that's on my uh, Facebook um, and even the driver's license number is not too terrifying to me. It's that PIN number one, because I use the same PIN number for a lot of things. And that is, that's not the password issue. That's a PIN number issue, but I don't want to have 7,000 different PIN numbers because that's even harder to remember. But if they can get into, if they can use your PIN number to get in, you know, I may need to think about changing my bank PIN. And I'm not a paranoid person at all. Like this is, I'm one of those people, I'm like, I'd rather be taken advantage of occasionally than to be, and, and and not be paranoid, than to be constantly thinking people are out to get me. But when you're talking about my money, I don't know about that. So, fix your passwords, people. I've, I've even started going into sites I don't use anymore, and if they still have a password in their system for me, like if I'm still able to log in, I go in and change that password so at least if someone breaks in, you can, um, uh, they're getting a, a bogus password. So Diana's saying, I don't have a pin with T-Mobile. Well, a lot of people do. Like I know for, um, like on AT&T, when I call in, they do ask for my security pin number. Like they say, what's your security pin? And I have to give them a, this, this, I can't remember if it's a four or six digit number or whatever, but I have to give them that um information and sometimes they ask for um like a security password like like what's the name what's your mother's maiden name which my mother's maiden name is very unique but it's used by so many things that like i'm afraid to even use that right so that's weird so check your password use dash lane to change all your passwords folks or one pass or I'm trying to think of what some of the other ones are. Those are the big ones. Um, a lot of companies require a PIN number. I agree. And how many of you, how many of y'all use the exact same PIN number for all of those companies? I am guilty of that. I probably have three different numerical pins that I use for all of the different things that I need pins for. <clears throat> and unfortunately, my children 
know some of it and they because uh, it's also like the security code to the house for example security code to my office like to get in the door like the, the keypad to get into the door and then also to disarm the security alarm that's where stuff gets weird to me is when when stuff starts like they're like okay he likes to use this four digit care uh, order so when in doubt use that and you might get in hmm. so mason tells i know or or the kids, I'm like, hey, don't send. It's the pen number, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Screw. Guess it is. Shut up. That happens all the time. Because my son has two volumes, loud and louder. He, he whispers with a stage whisper. <laughs> all righty. Well, let me, that's all I have got for today. Anybody else have anything? I think I've caught all the comments that were coming through. So y'all stay safe. How was their first day? It was fine. I talked about it yesterday, I thought. Did I not? It was fine. They Claire loves middle school. Mason's kind of like, yeah, school, school. Um, maybe I'll tell you more about that. I'll know more next week. Literally yesterday was their first day. So, all righty. Well, with that, I'm going to say bye. I love you. It's important to know you are loved. I love that you watch this. Thank you so much for doing that. This is my daily talk about therapy. Don't forget to follow me wherever you are. I'm cooped up. I would love a follow on Instagram if you are on Instagram. I'm like on the cusp of like a big number and I want it to, I just want to get there. So um, my sister once told me, Erica saying, my sister, you were born without an inside voice. She was right. Girl, the number of secrets, you know, we got to be careful about that. <laughs> Same here. Um, Alrighty. Don't shit yourself to death. Stay safe over the weekend. And I will see you Monday for another episode of Cooped Up Live. Should I say. Talk to you later. Love y'all. Bye.